You're listening to the Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner Podcast. This is Ana Sanchez, your host. Each week, I share with you evidence-based research about mental health disorders. I dispense empathy, hope, and share with you a deeper understanding of what mental illness is. Together, we can raise awareness, improve attitudes, and remove the barriers to mental health. Thank you. Welcome to the Psych Nurse Practitioner Podcast. This is Ana Sanchez, your host. Today, we will discuss what CBD is. I will examine several research on CBD and what CBD stands for. Now, let us begin. CBD stands for cannabidiol. It is a chemical found in the cannabis sativa plant, more commonly known as marijuana or hemp. In 2018, the U.S. Farm Bill legalized the production and sale of hemp. This resulted in an increased demand for consumer products of hemp, such as oils, supplements, cosmetics, vaping cartridges, hemp flowers for smoking that can be legally purchased in several stores, gas stations, and on the internet. As a nurse practitioner, you need to educate your patients where they are buying the CBD. CBD is not regulated by any governmental agencies. The FDA have tested CBD products and found that many contain different levels of CBD. Some have low levels of THC in them, and some have unsafe toxins like pesticides, additives, and heavy metals. So continue educating your patients for those who, who use CBD and those who plan to use CBD. Now, cannabis is a plant that has THC and CBD. CBD should only contain very, very little amount of THC or the tetrahydrocannabinol, which is the psychoactive ingredient in cannabis that has the subjective or cognitive effects that are synonymous with marijuana. Um, and there are levels um, for this CBD that contains THC. Now, there is an ongoing research in the potential application of CBD in the field of psychiatry. Research in medicine of uh, cannabis has reported the efficiency um, with the help in pain reduction, helps patients who are undergoing chemotherapy with regards to nausea and vomiting, and um, intractable childhood epilepsy and muscle spasticity. Currently, Epidiolex is a prescription drug being used in the treatment of rare forms of childhood epilepsy. Now let's talk about the ECS system or the endocannabinoid system. This is a cell signaling system. ECS system plays a role in many functions that regulates memory, appetite, mood, sleep, uh, reproduction, infertility, bone growth, liver function. Uh, Been studies on the remodeling of the cardiovascular system, muscle formation, um, again, learning, and motor control. And it also helps, uh, the ECS system is also involved in the inflammation, chronic pain, appetite, digestion, and metabolism. Now, uh, in 2016, Ethan Russo researched and looked at the endocannabinoid system when there is a deficiency. And it is shown that there's a result in subjective uh, pain syndrome in found in f- patients with fibromyalgia, 
irritable bowel syndrome migraines that have been labeled <clears throat> as psychosomatic uh, symptoms of patients and no medications help these patient population. And with this patient population, um, CBD looks very appealing to them to relieve with their pain and other symptomatology uh, without the mind-altering uh, psychoactive effects of marijuana. And CBD have been found um, when injected, reduces pain, decreases inflammation, and helps with patients with arthritis and multiple sclerosis. Um, research has been um, shown that CBD oil can reduce the anxiety, depression in one Brazilian study of 57 men that either received the CBD um, in a study with a placebo. Now, again, this is a small study of 57 men that they, uh, one group received the CBD, one group uh, received the placebo. Those uh, that received the oral CBD had a reduction in their anxiety and, of, of course, the mood. CBD oil is used by patients also to treat their insomnia, their anxieties, as we have said, and also PTSD. In 2015, a research entitled Cannabinol as a potential treatment for anxiety disorders found existing preclinical evidence that supports CBD in the treatment of generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, OCD or obsessive compulsive disorder, pain disorder, and PTSD in acute treatment. We need more research like these with uh, chronic CBD dosing so that we know what dose to give in neuropsychiatric disorders. In 2019, another study was published that showed that CBD as the non-addictive component of cannabis interacts with serotonin 5-HT that assisted with analgesia and has an anxiolytic effects. Repeated treatment with low-dose CBD has reduced the anxiety uh, through the 5-HD receptor activation and neuropathic pain. As nurse practitioners, we are aware that serotonin is, is the neurotransmitter that is implicated with anxiety, depression, and uh, pain. A small study uh, with 21 patients this time published through the Journal of Alternative and Complementary Medicine showed that the combination of psychiatric care and oral administration of CBD reduced PTSD symptoms after eighth-week uh, follow-up. CBD was uh, well tolerated by these patients. Patients reported that there were a great improvement with their nightmares. Now, the limitations of this small study um, was noted because there was no placebo or control group and there was no precise dosing for the CBD. But the results indicated that oral CBD administered with patients with PTSD in combination, the key is combination with the outpatient psychiatric treatment, had shown benefit in the PTSD reduction of their symptoms. Another peer review published from the evidence-based complement uh, alternative medicine journal has shown some promising preclinical and clinical studies that show that CBD can be used in psychiatric patients uh, with an antidepressant effects of CBD. <clears throat>
CBD oil may um, help with patients suffering from acne. This is another study because uh, CBD reduces inflammation in the reduction of sebum production. CBD oil prevented sebaceous gland cells from secreting excessive sebum that may um, decrease um, acne. Another small study of 16 people undergoing chemotherapy have been given CBD and THC spray products uh, for the reduction of symptoms of vomiting, pain, nausea, as it was related with cancer treatment. Um, CBD has um, also helped in some studies in patients to reduce their resting blood pressure compared to a placebo in nine healthy men. Um, again, CBD has anxiolytic uh, properties that was responsible for lowering the blood pressure. Another study um, showed that there's a reduction in the oxidative stress that prevented heart damage in mice with diabetes and heart disease. This is, was the remodeling effect of the CBD in the cardiovascular system. Now, um, we have mentioned earlier that CBD have been shown in the treatment of neurological disorders such as epilepsy and multiple sclerosis and has been proven safe and effective in reducing muscle rigidity and spasticity. Um, currently, there are no studies with the effect of CBD on the developing fetus and the pregnant mother or breastfed babies. CBD uh, use in pregnancy and breastfeeding. So please, please educate your patients. Now there is an increased marketing with the use of hemp in medicine and in wellness markets, particularly for its component of CBD. This is a booming industry. A New York-based uh, investment bank, Cohen & Company, said the market for CBD last year uh, ranged from $600 million to $2 billion in sales. That's a lot of sales. This is a booming industry that is um, un unregulated. An associate a professor of psychiatry and behavioral uh, sciences in John Hopkins uh, University School of Medicine, Dr. Ryan Vandry, and his collaborators at the University of Pennsylvania showed in JAMA studied that 21% of CBD and hemp products sold on the internet contained large amounts of THC, even though it was not listed on the product labels. So I'm giving you caution and you give caution to your uh, patients in your patient population that in November 4, 2019, a journal of analytical toxicology, a small study reported the two out of the six participants tested positive after vaping cannabis that contained 0.39% of um, the CBD because of this um, THC 0.39% that was found in this product. Many employers, um, both civilian and the military, routinely check urine drug screen. Many of those who use these products multiple times um, have shown that since there's no regulation in the industry, THC and its metabolites may accumulate in the bloodstream and may test positive um, for these drug screen tests. 
Many of those who use these products are not aware and may be reprimanded by the employers due to the accumulated THC exposure, and they can be removed from their employment. According to Science Daily, John Hopkins medicine researchers reported evidence that a single vaping episode of cannabis that is similar in the chemical composition found in legal hemp products could possibly result in positive um, results in the urine drug screen, more commonly used by many employers, um, again, as we said, in the military, criminal justice, civilian, and school systems. As a provider, clinician, nurse practitioner, please be mindful of the occupational safety considerations, embryonic considerations, and continue your education to your patients with the dosing of CBD and other THC formula for treatment of psychiatric disorders. Continued research is needed with regards to CBD, the endocannabinoid system, um, but you know, small studies have shown that CBD has potential role in decreasing anxiety, depression, acne, heart disease. So more to come in the field of psychiatry with the CBD use. Thank you for listening to the Psych Nurse Practitioner Podcast. This is Ana Sanchez, your host. See you again next time. Thank you. Psych Nurse Practitioner Podcast is a weekly podcast where I share with you my passion in the field of psychiatry. I discuss evidence-based research, treatment modalities, psychotropics, and different therapies that we use in psychiatry. My hope is to build a community where we can have empathy and compassion to those struggling with mental health conditions. Find me on social media at Anna Sanchez underscore psych underscore NP and subscribe to my podcast. Thank you. This Psych Nurse Practitioner podcast does not constitute a medical advice. This podcast is not intended to replace a professional psychiatric assessment. The ideas expressed in this podcast do not reflect the position of the speakers, authors, affiliated medical and nurse practitioner organizations. Thank you.